Welcome to the Strategy with Jason podcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of The Drive, Las Vegas edition. Today, I have a very special guest with me. I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Fred Lenartz. What's going on? What's up, brother? How you doing? What's going on, my man? What's up? Woo! Nothing like driving in a nice car. Woof! It's, gonna it's beautiful. Be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So, Fred, for uh, everybody out there watching and listening and maybe don't know kind of who you are and what your background is, I always like to kick off these podcasts with a little origin story because I'm always super fascinated. All right. So how did Fred get started in this crazy world we call the automotive industry? You know, by luck, I ran into a guy that I believed I was doubled the intelligence of, you know, just <laughs> through the conversation and things like that. And he told and I asked him, I was like, hey, what do you do for a living? He lived in a nice house. He had nice cars, you know, nice clothes. And he's like, I sell cars. I was like, really? Well, how much money do you make doing that? And he was like, six figures. And I was in college trying to make $50,000 a year. So I was like, my mind started just calculating things and I realized, hey, I can do that. I love people, I love talking to folks. So one day I saw an, an article in the, in the newspaper, I guess a classified ad, and uh, it said, come on in, $90,000 a year, you know, 401k, all these things. I went in and went ahead and jumped in and got in the business. I needed it. I had a family getting ready to start and I needed to make some money and what a way to make money. And it, Man, I got stuck the moment I did it. It was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I know, thing. right? It's it's when, once you get a little taste for it, you're like, mmm, that tastes it's delicious. Good. Ah. It's so yummy. I want some more. <laughs> just like a nice <laughs> cup of Car Guy coffee. Just there saying. Is that, that's not Car Guy. Coffee. This isn't Car Guy coffee. No, this is caramel Car macchiato from I was, Starbucks. I was thinking for a second, I'm like, did you guys actually bring Car Guy coffee? We did. I just didn't have anywhere um, to brew it. <laughs> I did not have anywhere to brew it. That's unfortunate, but yes. But well, you got to get yourself some Car Guy coffee. That's right. It's delicious. Hey, uh, we've been at Digital Dealer. Uh, gosh, I've been in Vegas here for a week. And, right um, you know, we just, Digital Dealer's just finishing up. But, man, there's just a lot of a lot of different things going on. You know, there's a, there's a lot of new vendors I didn't even recognize, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, the talks are about things that I don't think it really, like, it's just, it's just new, right? It's, you know, sometimes you go to these conferences and you feel like it's, it's slightly repetitive, but it's repetitive for a good reason. But I, I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of repetitive, conversations here it was very new you know as an industry we've changed in the last 20 months in, oh. in ways that we've never even changed for the last 60 years mm -hmm. but i'd love to kind of get like what are some of your like key takeaways from from this wow. event and you're so right you know you, you said it exactly right what's going on right now in the last 20 months is unique it's it's we've been forced to do it in a way which i think is a blessing yeah. there's nothing better than having to get digitally transformed into this new world and being able to give clients an easy access to what our inventory is how we sell vehicles and how they can take delivery of it and What's going on right now, and I love it with all these different vendors, and you're right, there's a lot of new vendors, even I, I've been running the circuit the last year, and I've seen a lot of new ones here at this event, and yeah. it's a beautiful thing to see. I think it's great. Um, a lot of people think, oh, I don't, this guy's trying to be my competitor. Well, that's great to have competitors, because that's what makes you step up. A lot of people, they get complacent if they're the only one in the market doing it, and what happens is when you have a competitor, all of a sudden you have to pick your game up a little bit because they have something that you can't do and you have something that they can't do. Yeah. What I would love to see, and you know, not to go too far into this, what I would love to see is these companies actually help each other, um, help each other become better. There's plenty of room for all of us. 17 to 18,000 new car dealers, franchise dealers in the United States right now, and people are fighting over a, a, a dealer. Come on, there's plenty of room for all of us. If we all can give each, uh, the clients, which is our dealers, an opportunity to have the best stuff out there, whether it's with 
Bob jo Bob's company or Tom's company, it does not matter as long as it's the right company for them. Um, but they have to have the right tools. But I think that digital transformation, when everybody synergizes and helps each other grow and make this business better than it ever can be, and I believe that's going on right now more than we see. I don't think it's being talked about more. You know, these events, you used to see people this. You'd see them across the room. They yep. wouldn't talk to each other. Now you're starting to see this. You're starting to see companies that are similar talk to each other, seeing how they can help. And a lot of them are doing it with so, such much, uh, so much class and passion that it inspires me. That's one of the reasons why I decided to go out and do my agency because I see people out there doing that. I want to be part of that and I want to help people get together, vendors meld together to be able to get the clients out there exactly what they need, not what we need, what they need. And that's for us to be able to help our customers, which is really bound down to the people buying the vehicles, an easy way to be able to buy a vehicle that's transparent, that's very simple, that is literally from your phone yeah. capabilities and even for delivery. So it's cool to see what's going on out there. It's cool to see the digital world starting to really take over. That's why the digital dealer is a really fun one to go to. Um, I suggest if you've never been to one, you need to go to one because you're going to have a lot of fun for one. But number two, you're going to leave with a lot of education. And the education you can take is zero dollars. Well, entry fee, but it's zero dollars for you to get that education to take back to your store. 100%. So. Well, you know, I'm seeing like some of the big topics kind of this year. Um, there was a lot of conversation around data. Oh, yeah. Which is cool, which is not necessarily uh, new, but there, I could definitely see that from a dealer's perspective, they were very thirsty to learn more and understand more about first party data, uh, second, third party data, and how we connect the dots and where can we connect the dots and how we can just kind of just eliminate, you know, ads, ad waste. You know, so that that was cool to see. And then, you know, I loved seeing the conversations around diversity oh, and yes. inclusion. Like that was some really cool stuff. Well, oh, absolutely. Did you, did you get a chance to check that out? I did. I you know I got to see uh, Sandy moderate. Man, what a great panel that was. And they really talked about what's really happening. And they pointed out some things. You know, you look at when Carrie spoke, and she said she looked out in the crowd, and literally there was one table with women of color in automotive. Yeah. One table. Normally, she would go to something like this and there may be no table out there, may not see any women of color out there, yeah. you know, or even men of color in this automotive industry, especially at the top level management. You know, there's a lot of mid-level, there's a lot of that going on, but there's not enough at the top level so they can hire on more. Now, diversity doesn't mean that you have to put, and that's what I love, it's not about making everything of color, It has. it's about finding what's the right demographics for your town and really making sure that you have that representation in your stores, yeah. in your businesses. So it translates all the way outside the automotive industry, but let's we're talking about automotive. So when you're talking about dealerships, if you don't have the right uh, people in there to be able to serve your clients, they're gonna feel uncomfortable. Um, yes. You know, I, I know, I like, to, I like to deal with people that look familiar to me, that feel comfortable to me, you know, and, and, and that's for all our clients. Some people don't care, that's fine, but a lot of them do. And you yeah. know, and, and when you can make them feel comfortable, people feel comfortable about their purchase with people that they feel like they could already have an instant bond with. Yeah, it's beautiful. it seems like uh, there's a lot of conversations I notice in the hallways. I love hallway conversations. Uh, they're great. <laughs> you know, it's like, don't get me wrong, love the keynotes, love the panels, but I get super, super interested in just the hallway conversations because I, I, do, I will sit there and just, I'll just watch and listen. Yeah. Because I want to see what everyone's talking about, right? And it, it's, you know, this, you know, people equity, mm. you know? Yes. Was kind of just what a lot of people were talking about, you know? It, it was cool to see. You know, there wasn't huge conversations around widgets or websites, you right. know, 
uh, it was there was a lot of lot of hallway conversation around like you know my people as an asset all right you know how do I use them better and my processes my operations my marketing messages right. you know and I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on how you think as an industry we can use that people equity better in operations and marketing. Oh, there's, there's no doubt, you know, and that's, I love it. People are currency. It's your, the yeah. new form of currency, it's the real currency. Money is money, has no soul. Yeah. There's nothing to it. We all, it's lightweight, easy to carry, you could always make more. But when it comes to people, those are so valuable, especially the right people. So to be able to get equity out of your people, well one, you have to make sure that they're trained. You have to make sure that they're ready, that they know the way. So this, and you have to show them the way and this way they can go the way, right? And when you're able to do all those things and you're able to get them that way, then you train them on things like social media, how to use that. This way that they can actually come up with their own way of marketing themselves, which in turn costs the dealer nothing except for time, yeah. love, passion, encouragement. You know, things like that. This way you can say, hey, look, this is what we need from you. These are the things the digital world are looking for, our customers are looking there. Matter of fact, clients these days are looking at your social media before they come in and see who you are before they buy a car from you. Yep. If you don't have it, they may not even show up to your appointment. So it's time for us to do that. Use our people that way and allow them to be self-worth. Let them know that they have value, that they're the reason why this client came in, not the lead that I gave them, right? You know, it's yes. a lead that they generated. So that's a really easy way to start getting equity out of your people by training them, getting them right, like making sure they understand. And then of course, encouraging them to be on social media so that they can farm their own leads. No, 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 for sure. And I think that's, you know, we, we got a taste of, you know, what we can do with the right team you know, right. over the last 18, 20 months. Sure. Like there's not a dealership out there that hasn't, you know, slendered down their Quite operations, right. you know, but they're realizing that, you know, when we focus on things like team and culture and, you know, really connecting with each other, we can actually do a lot with, with, with so a, much just more. a smaller, solid team. With the right people on your team, you know, yeah. and it's the team has to be people that you believe are not just people you hire because you have to fill some slots. And that's the problem, we did that for too long. Yeah, we, we, It was about numbers. If we average eight per person, then we need to have this many people. Well, the problem is, is that you still have the ones that are selling 20, 30 cars, and then you have the ones that are selling five to eight, right? Maybe yeah. not even that many. And you, and you still keep them there just to fill a seat. Well, that's a problem, that's a culture issue. That's a trust issue. Because yeah. how does the top guy feel like, okay, I work this hard, I do all these things, and you let this guy still work here, and he's not even trying. This is a team thing, so that now the team disappears. Now it's yes. individual only. Well, like you mentioned, it's so much better when everyone's synergizing, it's a team, we all work on the same goal, and we're pushing each other to be the best versions of ourselves. So hiring the right people, you can do it with half the staff, sell more vehicles, and have more fun, and be way more productive, better CSI scores, all the above come together, and those people, they feel like they get a bigger piece of the market share of the dealership. They can yes. actually sell more cars. They don't have to worry about somebody losing a customer that they could have had. Yeah, I, I'm really beginning to see, you know, one of the advantages of this chip shortage and, you know, inventory being so light is uh, that superstar culture, you know, I think a lot of dealerships are realizing that they didn't really, they don't really need it. You know, you know, having, you know, and you know what I mean by a superstar. I know what you mean. The ones that I know exactly what you, you know, mean. They're, they're, the, they're the ones that are the highest performing, but they also come with an attitude attached. And, you know, this is, you know, oh, I think these are my customers. Entitlement. My, yeah, there's entitlement that comes with it too. Now, I'm not saying that there's not some amazing 
you know, salespeople out there are doing 40, 50 cars and are great teammates. Oh, man. No but, doubt. you know, as an industry, we've always kind of focused on superstars. We want to hire superstars, you know? You know, we, we, want, we want the Jordans of the world. Right. <laughs> you, know, it's yeah. like, you know, and we, we didn't really think about the team in itself. And we're finding because, you know, when you only have 30 some odd cars on your lot, Right. I mean, you were really having to communicate as a team as far as who's working on what, who's not working on what. And I think we're seeing a lot of value in that, don't you think? <laughs> There's no doubt you're seeing value in that, you know, and it's and it's neat. What, what I love about all that, you know, when you break it down, when you have less people, you could spend more time on them. So yeah. when you're saying, let's take the superstars out, we have no superstars left, but I have top echelon people who are focused, passionate, that want to learn, that are not scared to be adaptable, that are not scared to, you know, be trained. Like, you know, the problem with superstars a lot, if you suggest something to them, they already know, I don't need a, I don't need that. I don't, yeah. they don't want training. They don't want, they, they feel like they have it all figured out. Well, here's the problem with this world. As we know, the last 20 months to show us, it's changing all the time. The way we sell cars, who we sell cars to, how we sell cars to them. If you're not, being adaptable, which most superstars are not in this state. Now, like you said, there is some of those ones out there that do great. They're great team members. They sell a lot of cars. They do all the above. But for the most part, like you said, the old culture, the Michael Jordan culture, the, you know, the, you, you don't, you know, you just want to have that one guy that kills it and you don't, you let him take time off. You let him do all those things. Well, that is bad for everyone else too, in a sense. So you have to make sure that you have a team that understands we all are here together. You can spend more time with them with less people. Being that there's an inventory shortage out there, now you can have, you know, you, you really have more control of what's going on and you can have it. I love, I love what's going on, honestly. I think that this was a blessing. As crazy as everything is, a lot of, I don't, I hate to say that word because I don't want to take lightly yeah. people who've had issues with Corona and all the things that are going on in the world. I'm not trying to take that at all. I mean, it's been, no, I live I through it, it, folks. I, I get it. it. But as a, as a individual in the automotive industry, seeing what's happening right now because of what happened, I am so enlightened, I'm so excited, and I'm so motivated to even be more passionate about this business and to help it become what it should be. It's just a great time. The There's people. just so many positive oh, things going on. There really now, is, man. Now talk about changes and positive things. Uh, you got a few new changes going on. I mean, <laughs> a just couple, a little. Man. Just a, a couple little. things, you know. Things, things are, they're coming along well. I just left the dealership. I um, Last month was my last month. I was there for almost nine years. It was, wow family for me, you know, um, a place that even allowed me to go out and do things by myself, go to these events, have fun. I worked for my best friend, still do. I mean, he's still my best friend, you know, but even him, even he knew it was time for me to go. It was time yeah. for me to go out and do my thing. So this landscape, I honestly, that's another side. If I believe what's going on is what's helped me catapult myself out there to be able to say it's, it's time because it is time for somebody like me to go out there. I'm a positive guy. You guys know me. I'm all about that positivity. I'm all about that fun. I'm all about sharing I'm, and helping people and encouraging them. And now is the time we need encouragement. Salespeople need to know that it's going to be all right. They need to know that you can sell, you know, still sell 30 cars, even though there's only 30 cars on the lot, right? You, you still can do that. And there's processes and there's, there's all kinds of things that we can do to help dealerships get to that level, you yeah. know, whether it be a vehicle buying center, whether it be generating leads, you know, teaching them about what geofencing and geoframing is and all these different things. You talk about data. Yeah. Data today is amazing. Now we, as, as auto dealers, we're years behind the rest of the world. Years. 100%. This technology has been out forever. I mean, big corporations have been using it. Hospitals have been using it. And I mean, even Target, if you get your ad, it's specialized to you folks. That is what's going on. And that is what's happening right now in automotive. And people are starting to really take heed to it, especially because of what happened over the last 20 years, which, which makes me go, I want to come out here and share this with all the dealers. So it was time. Certified Solutionaries is out. We're excited. Lou and I, Lou Ramirez, my business partner, my co-host from Car Guy Coffee. 
we're out here trying to bring some love, you know, and that's what it's all about. Loving this business, loving the people that we're influencing and loving the people who are influencing us like you yeah. and, and so many others. So I appreciate just even being in this car with you, Jason, you know, you're, you're somebody <laughs> that, you know, I look, I found a lot of, a, a lot of passion from a lot of influence from just seeing what you do and how you do. It makes me feel very encouraged that this business is my place where I'm supposed to be. Cause you are you, that wow, means that, that I is, could be me. You know what me, I mean? And I know. love that. Well, it, it, look, it's, it's, it's cool that there we're able to connect with individuals like yourself. And there, there's a handful of us that just, that we really do give a shit at the end of the day. You know, Facts, like, like this, this, this industry has give has blessed us right. with, with such opportunity, um, you know, for ourselves and for our families that, you know, what we can do as far as just giving back to it is any opportunity we can, right? Any. And, and, and look, we get opportunity to make some money along the way, we'll make it. That's not, nothing know? wrong with that. You're supposed nothing to make money. That. I mean, even God says that, you know, if you put faith behind all your work, you will get abundance of everything you want. When you plant seeds, not only will, the, will you be able to harvest what you want, you're gonna harvest more than you can need. You can share with people. And that's the point, to give to others, to give more than you take. And you can when you harvest and you plant those seeds the way you're supposed to, and you make sure you take that time to water them and you know nurture them, put sun on them, and let them know that it's gonna be okay, and then it will come out. And you can take all that, share it with people, give them what they want, and be able to take what you need too. Yep. You know, It's not that I wanna be greedy at all. It's not about greed, it's about doing as much as I possibly can and being the best version of myself every single day. And that's 100%. all I, that's all I strive to be. hundred percent. And it's just, you know, I think the impact that you guys are going to have on a dealership's cultures and the core values and, you know, it's just, it, it's that your timing couldn't be better. I agree. I mean, it's just, it's we're, divine we're, we're in this snowball effect of change and I don't see it slowing down, which no. makes me incredibly happy. It, it excites me beyond, like, I mean, seriously, like goosebumps sometimes when I think about it. I've, I've literally, and as cheesy as this sounds, it's facts. I, when I left the first digital dealer, um, back in June and I was, we, I get home and I'm driving to Lexington to a wedding and I had my wife in the car, I started crying. I started, I really, I started evaluating everything that's going on and it was, it was crying as from excitement, happiness, knowing that I'm in the right place at the right time. Yes. I, and I felt it. I felt like this is it. I, I found my calling. I know where I'm supposed to be. I know how I can really impact the world, especially the automotive world where I'm, this has been my home. This is what's provided my family, everything that we've had, you know, and, and beyond. I've, my brother got in this business because of me and he's been able to provide for his family. I've seen people that I've hired who've gotten this business buying homes and cars that couldn't even buy a stick of gum with their credit when I first met them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't even have the confidence to say that they could buy a house. I would ask them, you want to buy a house one day? And they'd be like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> now they're buying homes and they're, you know, they're looking into investment properties. They're saving money. They're investing in stocks. You know, they're becoming human beings. They're becoming people that are benefit to the world. They're changing things. And eventually one day, they're gonna be part of my legacy and they'll go out and they'll do things and they'll do things and they don't have to even bring my name up, but I'll know. I'll know that I helped that guy get to where he's at. I showed him the way because he saw that I was there, that I took those steps, that I started with nothing. I started with bad credit. I started with things that, you know, most people would be like, you yeah, know, no way he's gonna make it, you know, but it, it's just one of those things we go through and we have to learn ourselves, but this business provides that for us. I love this business, man, I really well, do. We, look, um, we're able to maintain kind of that level of productivity right. and hustle because we have accountability. That's it. And I know you talk a lot about That's my, accountability. One of my favorite words, man. Um, and, and I find sometimes when I'm meeting with, with new people that are coming into the industry, uh, that is actually one of the hardest things that they, they really got to struggle with. It's just 
being accountable for their time and accountable for their efforts, you know. Oh yeah. What are your thoughts? I, you know, I think that's a generational, nah, don't, excuse me, me erase that. It's not a generational thing. I think it's the way they were raised. Um, a lot of parents in, in today's world and even in the past, I mean, I've, people in my generation the same, they're guilty of it too, is that they were given things. They were just like, hey, life is easy. You don't have to work too hard. Just go to school, make good grades. And we all know the public education system, it's easy. I, I thought it was, it was simple. Like just show up, do some homework, turn it in, you, you passed. So they didn't really push us to be more than we could be or be the best version of ourselves. They just wanted you to standardize testing. This is what you have to do. This is what you need to learn, not what you want to learn. There's a difference. There's a huge difference in that. And so I think that translates into today's, when you get into business, you know, there, of course, there's going to be the black sheeps that come in and they rock out, like the Lou yeah. Ramirez's, the, you know, and, and well, guys people, like that. Some people, I think, have natural accountability, but then it's something that we also have to, it's something we can develop, but I think it's a key area to develop in our teams, and that's what I've, the most successful teams I've seen have that. If you don't have accountability, you don't have anything, because people will, people, naturally, good or bad, I'm guilty of it, without accountability, they will shortcut things. They yes. will say they did it, but didn't really do it. Just like, you know, you say, I need you to do $30 a day. I did $30 a day. I did it today. Well, I need you, I need to see that you did it. You know, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with asking that. It's, it, but here's the thing, you can't just do it once. You have to do it every time. As a leader, when you hold, when you have accountability, you have to really be accountable to them. You can't be lazy one day, do it one day, not then, then your team won't believe you. And what's the point of them doing it? So you have to be, that's why as a leader, you have to be so self accountable, but you have to work on those habits, become those yes. habits. And that's something that I've worked on a lot. I talk about a lot, like you mentioned, and it's, I know for commitment. sure it works. It's hard it's 100% work. 100% commitment. Well, look, but, hey, I, know, I know we're towards the tail end of our time. Right, and I'm sure we, we if we, it was up to us, we could jam for like another hour. There's <laughs> no right? doubt with you, I could talk all day, Jason, all day. <laughs> hey, but for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now, and would love to connect with you, and learn a little bit more about what you do and how they can, you know, continue some of these conversations. What's the best way to connect with you? Man, it's really easy. You can always email me, fred at carguycoffee.com. You can go to my website, carguycoffee.com. You can go on there, connect with us on there, contact with us on there. You can go to, you can also go to any social media platform. I'm Fred, the subprime hero, Lenartz, and I'm everywhere. LinkedIn, you, you can find me, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, I'm there. TikTok even, whoa, right? So come out and check us out. We love helping people, we love helping dealers, and most importantly, we wanna make sure that at the end of the day, that you understand that it's about being the best version of yourself and not worrying about what anybody else is doing. Yeah. You need to find what you're the best in the world at and go after it and be passionate about it and hold yourself accountable for it. Dude, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with me today. This has Bro, been a lot of fun, man. Always a pleasure with you, man. And I'm honored that we finally got to meet in person, man, and that you got to come down from that <laughs> northern country they call Canada, right? And this, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm gonna keep this short, but I do love the fact that you're an American Canadian. So he is kind of one of those, <laughs> doesn't really fit in either place right now. But to me, you're a brother. And I appreciate you and I appreciate the time that you've given me on my show and then for allowing me to come here and be on your show. It was a great time. This was a really cool format. <laughs> Folks, make sure you check out his show. This guy is, he's, he's, he's the boss, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate Thanks, you, man. man. Appreciate it. That Take was care. a lot of fun. Yeah, to me too.